You are listening to the American Truth Project Podcast. Hello, my name is Michal Danzig. I'm an attorney and a former NYPD officer. I'm also currently a member of Stand With Us Advisory Board, and I'm the chair of the Stand With Us Legal Committee. And I'm here with you today in my capacity as a committee member of the March to Save America. In 1936, when my grandmother was only 22 years old, she fled Nazi Germany. Between 1940 and 1943, the Nazis murdered every person in my grandmother's family that was left in Europe, every last one of them, her sister, her parents, her grandparents, not even a third cousin survived. She lost everyone. As a young boy growing up in Chicago, I learned a lot about my family's history and the history of rabid, irrational, evil anti-Semitism, which throughout the last 2,000 years has repeatedly ravaged the Jewish people generally and my family personally. This history is one of the main reasons I decided after high school in Chicago to join the Israeli army. It is also this history of evil totalitarians and their goal to mass murder Jews that has always been in the back of my mind and sometimes sadly during times like these in the forefront that reminds me of the famous words of Eli Wiesel. When someone says they plan to kill you, you believe them. In 1938, most of the free world and sadly most of the Jewish world ignored or somehow discounted the evil, hateful rhetoric that animated, in fact guided, the Nazis in Germany. They ignored that the Nazis were motivated by a vile, most virulent form of anti-Semitism and they thought that you could accommodate that type of hateful, evil ideology. And they decided to make a peace agreement with the Nazis that many said it would bring peace to our time. In 1938, most of the world embraced the Munich Accords with Nazi, Nazi Germany, and most of the free world, including those in America, believed that this deal would bring about a peace with the Nazis. Again, they ignored the vile, evil hatred that animated the Nazis. They discounted it, and they, and they were complicit in a form of rationalization that you could make a deal with this regime and rely on its word. So they believed that by merely signing a piece of paper with the Nazis, a piece of paper that, by the way, gave the Nazis a third of Czechoslovakia, that that would be it. They even believed that if they made this deal with the Nazis, that they could somehow change this rapacious regime from being an enemy of theirs to being some, an enemy that would help them deal with the threat by the communists in Russia. Does that sound familiar to what we're hearing today? Do you hear people today talking about how we're going to, once we make a deal with the Iranians and turn the Iranians around, that we're going to use them to help us fight ISIS? Well, that is exactly what was happening back in 1938. That type of blinding, misguided belief that you could turn a rapacious, evil regime whose sole animating motivation is evil anti-Semitism and hatred of freedom to be a friend that could work with us against another enemy. That type of thinking never works. And we all know what happened 
because back in 1936, 1937, 1938, 1939, we rationalized away the evil of the Nazis. We pretended we could make a deal with them. We ignored their repeated violations of international law. We ignored how they breached the Treaty of Versailles. We know what happened. We gave them extra time to rearm, re-strengthen their military, and their rapaciousness, their evil, never stopped. They continued to pursue their agenda of world domination and to rid the world of Jews. And that appeasement and that giving them of all that extra time to rearm and re-strengthen their military led to a war that killed 55 million people. If we had simply recognized evil and recognized that merely signing a piece of paper with evil does not get rid of that evil, does not change that evil's animation and motivation, we would have understood that we had to deal with the Nazis as they were, not as we wished they were, and we would have taken them on and taken on their evil in 1936, not three years later with a war that killed over 55 million people. Today we are at a crossroads again, a very similar and very dangerous crossroad. Today we are dealing with a rapacious, evil mulocracy in Iran that is motivated by virulent, hateful anti-Semitism. Jew hatred animates this regime in just the same way that Jew hatred animated the Nazis. Hatred of freedom-loving countries animates this regime in Iran just like hatred of freedom-loving countries animated the Nazis. World domination animates this hateful regime in Iran just like it animated the Nazis. Remember, these mullahs believe in a 7th and 8th century version of Shiite Islam that mandates that they do everything in their power so that their version of Shiite Islam controls the world. Just like the Nazis wanted Nazism and a thousand-year Reich to control the world, the mullahs that run Iran, now again, not the people of Iran, but the people of Iran are irrelevant, just like the people in Nazi Germany were irrelevant. There were good people in Nazi Germany, and I'm confident there are many good people in Iran, but that doesn't matter. What matters is what the leaders of Nazi Germany wanted back then, and what matters right now is what the leaders of Iran want now, and the leaders of Iran want Shiite Islam, again, their version of a radical 8th century Shiite Islam to dominate the world. That is the country and the regime that we have made a deal with. Thanks for listening to the American Truth Project, a 501c3 nonprofit. Please subscribe to our podcast and follow us on our social media channels to stay plugged in to the truth. Go to americantruthproject.org and subscribe to our newsletter to stay informed on the latest news.